Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, friends. It's been wonderful to be with you. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the host of the Centennial Institute's Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. If you want to listen to podcasts of previous episodes or get more information about this radio program or more information about Colorado Christian University, please visit FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. We're going to finish off this week the same way we finished off Friday night at the Western Conservative Summit with President Trump's former press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. She gave a wonderful speech, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So, friends, thanks so much for tuning in this week. We look forward to being with you next week for the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. And until then, please enjoy the closing speaker of Friday night's Western Conservative Summit, Kaylee McEnany. But I will say, I, I've answered a lot of questions, and now being on the media side of things, I got to tell you, I have a lot of questions. Namely, what is going on at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue on literally every single issue? I mean, you look at COVID-19, and this is a president who said he was going to shut down the virus. That was his vow. And specifically, he said this, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America, referring to President Trump. More Americans have perished from COVID-19 on Joe Biden's watch than on President Trump's. And last time I checked, he's still sitting in the Oval Office despite his vow. Look at the economy. I watched that press conference at the beginning of the year, uh, the press conference that came just as this war was about to break out in Ukraine and Russia, the minor incursion comment, which was such a disaster. The president opened his press conference by talking about the enormous progress we've made on the economy. He wrote a Wall Street Journal op-ed this week, the first third of which was praising how great he has done on the economy. Last time I checked, we have inflation, a supply chain crisis, a worker shortage, not to mention baby formula. Who would have thought that in a Western country, in the United States of America, you would go to the grocery store, to which I went just a few days ago, and find no formula on the shelves. That is where we are as the President of the United States praises himself. And as CNN, even CNN writes, Biden's economic ratings are worse than Carter's. When CNN says that, you know you've got an issue. Look at the border, the southern border. There were two million encounters on the southern border last year. And make no mistake, these are not all innocuous encounters. There were five Syrian men who were caught on the southern border. There were 157 encounters with people on the terror watch list. The FBI director tells Congress it's a heck of a challenge from a security perspective, you think? It certainly is a heck of a challenge. And when Republicans take over the Congress, this needs to be investigation either number one, two, or three, because what has happened on our southern border is a travesty. You look at foreign policy in Afghanistan, that is a great scar on the moral conscience of this country. Uh, the fact that the Taliban, they were called our partners, our partners, that's how they were described. We used to have a phrase in this country, leave no man behind. But we left Americans behind in Afghanistan. We left service members in a circumstance that is at a sitting ducks at Kabul airport, a situation they never should have been in. And we lost 13 
of America's best that day. And as Afghanistan fell to the Taliban after decades of war, you know who watched? China watched. Russia watched. North Korea watched. Under President Trump, it was peace through strength. And under President Biden, it's violence through weakness. But we have a president who was asked, did you overpromise? And he said, no, 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 no. I overperformed. And Jen Psaki told us this. I will never forget this line. My advice to everyone out there who is frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita. Jen, I don't want a kickboxing class. I don't want a margarita. I want my country back. And here's the good news. We're going to get our country back. Le left-wing Quinnipiac, this is a left-wing polling outlet. If you believe Quinnipiac, you believe that Governor Ron DeSantis is not the governor of Florida right now. Uh, it's Andrew Gillum by 10 points. That's how left-wing they are. That was the polling the day before Governor DeSantis won the state of Florida. So if you believe this left-wing polling outlet, which is vastly skewed on behalf of Democrats, here's what they tell you. Joe Biden's approval rating on COVID-19, 39%. His approval rating on foreign policy, 35%. The economy, 34%. The U.S. border, 23%. And overall, just 33% approving of Joe Biden. America has woken up. When you ask them on personal issues, Majorities of voters say that Biden is not energetic, he's not a strong leader, he's not a clear communicator, he doesn't keep his promises, he's not capable of leading the country, and 49% disagree that he's mentally fit. As my dad said, Joe Biden is a lost ball in tall grass. He is a lost ball. <laughs> my dad has great lines like that. <laughs> And America's not just waking up to the horrors of Joe Biden, they're waking up to the horrors and the malpractice of the American media. Edelman Trust Barometer, Axios publishes every January trust in media polling, and 67%, it's an extraordinary number, 67% believe this statement. Journalists are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or grotesque. People have woken up to the media. Uh, we're, gonna, we're going to win in November, make no mistake about it. The issue is not, are we going to win, but how big are we going to win by? And thank goodness, because we're at a crossroads in this country. When our election integrity is at stake, when a law in Georgia is called, a voter integrity law is called Jim Crow 2.0 by President Biden. And he's fact-checked on it. Rare fact-checkers by the liberal media fact-check him and say, not true. He doubles down and says, worse than Jim Crow, the greatest threat to democracy since the Civil War are these Georgia voting laws. Remember, the MLB moved their all-star game. Well, as it turns out, voter turnout increased, early voting turnout by more than 100% in Georgia. So our elections are under attack. Our police officers, our valiant law enforcement are under attack. When I rode through the streets of D.C. amid those riots that occurred, and I see spray-painted on the Veterans Affairs sign, A-C-A-B, all cops are, and I won't say that word. Uh, yesterday was the two-year marking of David Dorn, that 
amazing retired police officer just trying to protect his community. It's a two-year anniversary of that officer losing his life. Our police officers are under attack. Socialism is on the run. We have anti-Semitism in the halls of Congress. And most of all, at the crux of all of this, the most important issue, if you, vote, if you don't vote on any issue, the issue that needs to be of paramount importance in your mind when you go to the polls as a Christian voter is the issue of life. Because I will tell you, I hope that opinion by Alito is going to become the law of the land in the Dobbs case. I hope that Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. But make no mistake, Roe v. Wade is overturned. You cannot undo the horror of what has happened to our country. You can change it going forward, but we cannot fix what has already happened for decades, where 62 million babies have been exterminated because of abortion. That is one-fifth of the United States population exterminated because of abortion. Think about that. And the White House was asked, the press secretary was asked, Jen Psaki, is a baby a baby at 15 weeks? A baby at 15 weeks, though the baby has her, his or her eyes closed, can sense light. The baby has arms and legs that are moving. The baby has a heartbeat. And Jen Psaki would not say whether that baby at 15 weeks is a baby. Trust me, I've seen an ultrasound at earlier than 15 weeks, and tears come out of your eyes when you see it. That baby is a baby. And the 62 million lives lost are 62 million people whose potentials will never be realized. As Lawrence Tribe said, He's a far-left legal commentator. Roe was a verbal smokescreen, the substantive judgment of which is nowhere to be found. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the late uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, said it was heavy-handed judicial intervention that was difficult to justify. Uh, it's not a woman's right to choose. It is a baby's right to live. We're at a crossroads in this country on so many issues. Uh, and when you look at our American flag, our beautiful American flag, this red, white, and blue we see here today, when even that is under attack, a New York Times editorial board member said they were disturbed to see American flags. Macy Gray called it tattered, divisive, incorrect. Uh, BLM Utah called the flag a symbol of hatred. U.S. Olympic Committee, apparently they're making plans to redesign it. Uh, and a, an alternate in the Olympics, an, an alternate, said she dreamed of winning a medal so she could stand on the podium and not put that American flag around her shoulders, but burn it. That was her desire. We're at a crossroads in this country. And I will tell you this, the same way my dad and Van Jones said to me, you were made for such a time as this, um, I can tell you, each and every one of you, you're in this room, you're here for a reason on a Friday night at after 9 p.m. listening to me and to the others this weekend for a reason, going through whatever you're going through, a hardship, a sickness, whatever it may be, for a reason. And God will use you. Um, this movement, what we're going through in this country, I can tell you there's one thing bigger than the problems and the ills that we face and the president um, that we have who's making some very bad decisions on a moral front, in my view. Uh, and the person who's in control, it's, it's him. He's up there. Thank you. 
And the same way my dad said to me, Kaylee, you were made for such a time as this. Make no mistake, all of you here, you were made for such a time as this. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful evening.